Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey guys, Kill Stokes here. Welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to answer the question, does hard work really pay off? I think it's going to be a very interesting discussion. Now, by the way, this is another video episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. I do this randomly. So if you're watching on YouTube or watching on Spotify, hello, if you want to see the beautiful face of mine while I record this podcast, just make sure you listen on one of those two platforms. I think those are the only two that do it. If others do it as well, you can let me know. But I got a very interesting subject today. And again, it's does hard work matter? And this topic came up from really a guy I follow on social media, uh, Steve Magnus. He's a performance coach. He works with a lot of athletes. He works with a lot of business owners, a lot of entrepreneurs. He's someone that I follow on a regular basis because, well, performance coaching is something that's very important to me, not only in the trading space, but in the athletic space as well. And he always shares these interesting posts. And I like being tickled by by new ideas. Uh, I spent a, a very long period of my life kind of being comfortable and just being right and only focusing on what I thought was right, kind of like a, a fixed mindset type of deal. And as I started developing more of a growth mindset, I now like challenging myself with new thoughts and doing my own research and then kind of making my own decision on how I feel about the opinion. And this was one of them. And I'm going to read you the thread uh, that he sent, and I'll share a few a little bit of my opinion. But it's all about hard work and the idea of does hard work actually pay off? And well, for uh, as someone who has the literally the tattoo "hard work pays off" on my right arm, um, I'm interested. So we'll get started here. And he says, to achieve almost anything, you need to work hard. But what if you aren't achieving? Is that because you aren't working hard enough? Does hard work separate those who make it and those who don't? Read this thread on hard work, deliberate practice, and how much it matters in performance. First, hard work obviously matters. It leads to improvement in just about anything. But here's where we mess up. We confuse hard work aiding in our own improvement with hard work separating us from others. Meaning, does hard work slash practice differentiate how much success we have. After all, that's the story we so are often told. Work hard enough, practice more, and if we do so, we'll achieve our goals. It's the lesson we're taught in school, in sports, entrepreneurship, and so-called tough love and self-help. But is it true? Well, the short answer is no. Take the classic idea of deliberate practice. For example, focused, intense work as the key differentiator to performance. This has been bastardized to mean 10,000 hours to expertise, which is false, right? Which isn't what it's claiming. But let's look at the research. In 2014, uh, in a 2014 analysis, researchers found that deliberate practice explained the following percentage of variance in performance. 24% in games, 23% in music, 
20% for sports, 5% for education, and only 1% for business. In a follow-up study, when looking at a sport's performance, researchers found that 18% of the variation in performance was explained by deliberate practice. However, when looking at elite athletes, it only accounted for 1%. Why? Nearly everyone is working hard at the elite level. Everyone is, quote, in the club. Hard work might take you from JV to high school to varsity, but if you're on an NCAA Division I track team, for example, just about everyone who sticks around is working incredibly hard. The difference between the first and the 500th best athlete in terms of effort is negligible. Uh, negligible. Negligible. There we go. There we go. And I was thinking about this real quick, and, and I know we're doing a lot of sports kind of comparisons right here, but we often make the comparison of sports and business, definitely sports and trading. So although we're talking about sports here, trading is the same way. Trading has that same upper echelon. I was actually, I did a report years ago. I never released it, but it was a comparison between success in sports and success in trading, right? I was always told like, you know, 90% of traders fail. And later in my career, I found out that, yeah, 90% of traders don't necessarily fail, but kind of that 10% that succeed is true. Now, the difference is the 10% that succeed, success is basically not failing. You're, you're, you're doing something positive. There are different levels within that 10% where you have kind of like the upper echelon. So for myself, looking at my kind of athletic experience, right? I played sports at a high level all the way through college where a very small percent of athletes that play at the high school level make it to the college level. However, an even smaller percent of athletes that play at the college level make it to the professional rank. So there are those comparisons there of like, yes, you can be good, but not great. And as you kind of inch up in that pyramid, it does kind of take more to achieve that, that ultimate level of success or greatness. Um, so again, he says, again, no one is diminishing uh, the value of hard work. In most areas, it's necessary. It absolutely helps you improve. But the question is, does it separate those who make it? Does it explain the differences between people? So looking at a comparison between yourself and kind of other people in your industry. Not really. And that's an important distinction. And it's a more helpful message. Working hard helps you get better, but stop using it as some moralistic signal for success. Hard work does not guarantee success slash achievement. It doesn't explain or differentiate very well. Telling the meteorocracy story that hard work is nearly all that separates those who make it and those who don't is an appealing story. It allows us to explain success or failure within something that we can control. It makes those who achieve it feel better about their successes. We reduce the complexity of success to something straightforward, hard work. It might be well-intentioned, but when we leave out all of the messiness of luck, talent, opportunity, it sends, the false, it sends a false message. Again, luck, talent, opportunity, right? Those things are very important. I'll share a little bit about that in my story a little bit later when we're done. It also creates a narrative that if you aren't achieving, you must not be working hard enough instead of helping us search for the real answer for why we might not be practicing. The entrepreneurial and self-help gurus sell this message of hard work being all that matters. The point being, 
we absolutely should celebrate hard work. We should push it for improvement of ourselves to reach your potential. But as the explainer of those who make it and those who don't, not so much. So what's the takeaway? Hard work gets you in the club. It gives you a chance, but it doesn't explain much of the difference between people's performance. Stop moralizing success, failure, and hard work. Hard work is necessary for you to achieve your potential in whatever endeavor you are pursuing, but it doesn't differentiate your success slash failure when compared to others. Most people work pretty dang hard, especially at things they care about or for things that are necessary. And I love this message, and, and as a quick follow-up, Jason Grace and myself the other day, we just did kind of a, a special Q&A Trader Coffee Break. By the way, if you guys haven't watched it, the Trader Coffee Break, it's a YouTube channel. Jason and I come in and have some water cooler, some coffee talk each and every Wednesday. It's a live session where we're really just talking about the things that matter in training, uh, trading. So if you're a new trader and you want to hear the stuff that matters but isn't really talked about on the internet, go through that channel. It is like a beginner's guide to trading success. So I highly recommend it. And the other day we did a live Q&A to celebrate kind of a thousand viewers and whatnot where we just answered a handful of questions. And one of the things we, we spoke about was hard work and, and how do you get to great levels of success? It started off with like, compounding your money where a lot of traders want to get rich quick and they get frustrated because well they they trade well but at the end of the first year they don't really make a substantial increase on their return you're not from a percentage base which is what we should be looking at but from kind of like a monetary standpoint but if you consistently churn out those percentages over and over in time right your account starts to grow exponentially so bigger and bigger and bigger and we spoke about the, the the training aspect of trading being the same way. We are continuously journaling and tweaking and fixing and working on things. And we usually don't see kind of the, we usually don't reap the benefits right, to what, right away. We spend all this time doing work. We spend all this time preparing and it never happens. It never happens. It never happens. And then there's this one time when it does happen and boom, we're prepared to take advantage of it. Jason Greystone shared a story about his best trading uh day ever. I think it was within like an 18 hour period. I forgot how many hundred thousands of dollars he made, but like the stars aligned and he had practiced and prepared for this moment, never had this moment in life, but prepared for it. And boom, when that moment happened, bang, 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 did everything that he was supposed to do, made a massive amount of money, got out of it before he did anything stupid and best trading day of his life. And the thing is, you, you speak to a lot of people to look at that and be like, oh, Jason, you just got lucky. And when they look at my story of trading successes, oh man, Akil, you just got lucky. Even myself, right? I'm guilty of calling my my time in the stock market lucky because hey, I started investing at a, in the stock market. I got in right when everything was kind of at its peak. I started actively trading during the crash. So I had the the the, the luxury, I guess, of seeing what things were priced and what type of discount they were at. And I was able to make some really good decisions with buying. And deep down, oh, I just got lucky because everything was going up. But you know, now that I think about it, it's, it's not luck, right? Maybe I'm lucky for the fact that, hey, I, I existed in that time. And just like people who COVID was a, you know, a horrible time across the world, but a great time for trading. And, and I know so many traders that we worked with had their best years ever during COVID because it was a discounted period in the financial markets. And we can say that, yeah, we're, we're lucky to, to be trading during that time. But the fact of the matter is, okay, maybe we're maybe we're lucky. Maybe it's out of our control that these periods happen, right? The the the, the economic disasters or the, the the pandemics. But 
At the same time, it was us that had the ability and us that trained ourselves and put ourselves in the position to take advantage of that lucky time. Because guess what? Everyone existed during that lucky time, but did everyone find success? No, 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 no. So luck is interesting. I, I, I do believe in luck, but I like to say I got lucky on purpose, meaning that I put myself in position and we put ourselves in position to take advantage of those lucky times. And going back to the hard work, and again, I, I was always, you know, before getting into trading, I found success in life by working hard, right? Whether it be sports, whether it be jobs, whether it be in school, right? I wasn't the, the brightest. I wasn't the most naturally gifted. I was the hard worker. I was the one that said, hey, I'm going to work harder than everyone else. And that brought me success in everything. So when I first got into trading, it was the same way. It was like, okay, man, this trading thing, it's a new skill. I'm just going to work hard. I'm going to study harder. I'm going to practice longer. I'm going to put into reps because every time I did that in life, guess what happened? I became successful. The problem was, is it wasn't enough in trading, right? In trading, it's not enough to be good, right? You could be good with, you know, in school and, and, and make it to the next level, go to college. You can be good in sports and get a spot on a higher level team. In trading, man, like good is not good enough. If you are good, you are bad. You have to be good borderline great. I hate using the word great because I don't think of myself as a great trader, but you've got to be really good just to be successful at trading. And you've got to be great if you want to be one of those traders that you read about in Market Wizards, if you want to be one of the legends. And it's so hard to do that. And hard work just wasn't enough to get me there. And it wasn't until lots of failures humbled me that made me realize that. And for the first time in my life, really, I asked for help, right? I'm pretty stubborn, so I don't like asking for help. I'll, I'll do it myself, right? I'll, I'll punch this door with my hand till my hands are bloody, but I'm not going to ask anyone for help. I'm just going to punch it till it opens up. But for the first time in my life, I actually asked for help. And it's when I teamed kind of a good amount of talent, because I, I do think I'm sharp. I do think I have the skills necessary to be a successful trader. Obviously, I've, I've proved that over the last 15 years. But at the time, like, I, I thought I had the skills, but... I was missing the other thing. I didn't necessarily have the direction. I didn't necessarily had have the coaching. I was working extremely hard, but I was, wasn't really working hard intentionally. I was working hard with kind of like not knowing where I was going, no end game. So when I was able to hook up with mentors and people that were in the industry that did it before me and, and, and had the war stories and were able to kind of guide me and say, hey, do this, but do it that way, or this is what you need to do, that's how I made that jump to being very good, I guess you can say. Now, at the same time, I still work hard as ever these days, and I aspire to be great. But if you're going to level, if you're if you're going to measure greatness, and then that's a whole other story of what is greatness. If we're going to measure greatness as like super trader, top traders in the market, your 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 Warren Buffetts and 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 whatnot, right? I don't think I'm ever going to achieve that level, right? I think I'm I'm in that upper echelon. I know I'm in that upper echelon of ten percent. But that 1% that's at the very top, I don't think I'm going to achieve that. And I don't think no matter how hard I work, I'm gonna, I'm, I don't think I'm going to achieve that. Now, again, I, I say that with honesty in my head. I, I tell myself I am because I want to keep pushing. I'm always striving for that. And maybe I'll listen to this podcast 10 years in advance and be like, Akil, you effing lied, right? Um, but in my mind, I, and just based on the skills that I have and the work that I put in, you know, it doesn't seem like hard work is the difference between me being a very good trader and me being a super trader. 
there's something else there. And I don't know what that something else is. It could be you hear stories about some of these traders just have a, a feel. You see like great uh, professional athletes where maybe they don't train as hard or just naturally talented. They have this intuition. They just they have this thing about them where they're in the right spot at the right time. Um, maybe I don't have that. Maybe it's the, the lack of kind of economic background and traditional schooling, right? Maybe it's this, maybe it's that, maybe it's a different mentor I need to hook up with. Maybe it's the the position that I'm in, right? Maybe to achieve that greatness, I have to sacrifice what I'm doing with my family. I have to sacrifice coaching track and field. I've got to go all in, right? Instead of kind of halfway in the trading, instead of worrying about trading as a way to give me financial freedom and time freedom so I can spend it with my family and, and enjoy a happy life. Maybe I've got to ditch my family. Maybe I've got to spend 24 hours, right? On a, a trading desk and ruin my life in order to achieve that greatness. I don't know. But the thing is this, I'm quite, I don't want to use comfortable. I'm happy with where I'm at. I'm happy with what I've achieved. I'm happy with my life. I'm happy with my mindset. I'm still aspiring to be better and I am getting better year in and year in. But I agree with Steve when he says hard work is necessary. We should always work hard. Like you gotta start off by working hard. But the difference between you and super trader isn't hard work. So if you're someone out there that is working as hard as you can and you're doing things the right way, and you're doing it for the right reasons, and you're doing it for the right period of time, and maybe you're not seeing the same type of success as super trader out there, that's no reason to get down on yourself. It's no reason to think you're not, you know, you're not good, you don't deserve it. You shouldn't think that you're a loser, right? There's something else there that that person has. It could be mentally, it could be genetically, it could be luck. So many people just fall into the right places at the right time right? But don't lose confidence in yourself because of what someone else is doing. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Remember, Trading Coach Podcast comes out three times a week on your favorite podcasting app as well as YouTube. Do me a favor, rate and review this podcast if you haven't already. We are still growing this really, really greatly every single month, every single year, but I want to keep it up that way we can reach more and more people, influence more and more traders, and hopefully change more and more lives. So I appreciate you guys joining me. I'll see you next episode. And until then, play your trade, trade your plan. Take care.